You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented what? by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O's, Joe G, and Hawksworth with you, presented by BetMGM. The voice there of Tyreek Hill. I'm Mike McDaniel, going for it on fourth down yesterday. Dolphins beat the Patriots in his first game as the head coach down there. All right, so yesterday, as we described earlier in the show, bloodbath for survivor pools. Almost half the people out in Joe's pool. I'm sure contests out in Vegas, similar with all those teams that lost. Titans, Colts not winning. The, I mean, the, the fact that the Bears won after a summer of everyone laughing at the Bears, that the Niners suck. had to be a very public play in survivor contests. I'm just so happy we discussed it last week and we landed on the Ravens. We're through. But let's talk some survivor strategy, and it could be for this week's case, but just now big picture, because do we change the way we approach this, and should people change the way they approach their pools if half the pool is out? Has the season been accelerated? Do you change your strategy, or is it just like, all right, pick pick a winner for week two, right? Do you just kind of put your head in the sand and just keep going, or do you change your strategy because, oh, half the pool is gone? What do we think? Let me me also add that there were a – handful of people that did not get their pick in your favorite okay your favorite. now for week for week one because i am such a nice guy and you guys 100 percent agree with this one i reached out to all of them like if you i for this one week if you get me one on a later game i will put it in but it's only for week one because to pay money and then you're already out, I think is kind of ridiculous, even if you're the idiot that didn't get the pick in. But there was one person, multiple emails, never responded. Their entry name, Dub Bears. Just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in in circa thousand dollars a pop, in circa twenty-seven no picks. I don't understand people. What? 27 no picks of the 6,133. They paid a thousand dollars and wow, what are we doing? Just walk into the casino, give them 27 grand. Insane. Speaking of the bears, we know Aaron Rodgers owns them. Would you look at the Packers this week? Yes, I would. I think it's an option in Lambo. In Lambo, yeah, it's a it's a large spread. It's a double digit spread. Um, it the market settled. So last night I was looking, and you could find it as low as eight. 
uh, offshore, you can find it as high as 10. And it looks like just about everywhere, the consensus is nine and a half this morning. So some movement, people gobbled up those eight, eight and a half, those nine points. And uh, they're jumping on the Packers. I definitely think they're an option. As far as changing strategy, I don't know. I thought part of yesterday is we know nothing. And yeah. it's week one. And we have 14 new offensive play callers. And we have change in personnel, uh, change in coaching staffs, change in approach in the season. You had uh, wild situations like the, like the rain we saw at Soldier Field. Like, how do you – boy, that was that weather just took over. We talk so much about wind. You can't tell me that the rain didn't have a huge impact yesterday. It obviously yeah. did. So change, I don't know. I just think as we get a lot, as we sit here every Monday, every Monday we're going to have more information. So I don't know that I would change my approach. But part of my approach, I'm not worried about road teams. And they did well yesterday um, mm-hmm. with a favorite straight up. Overall, I think they were 9-4-1 and one so far this week. But um, I still stay away from divisional matchups. Unless we're talking about a a great spot like Aaron Rodgers coming off a loss, that's why I would I'd consider that one. And, and the Bears, they're riding high after their victory. Which neutral conditions are they in that game? I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they still end up winning that game. But I'm still staying far away from divisional matchups. So uh, the chaos that we saw yesterday, it, it doesn't have have me saying that I'm definitely staying away. Now, what I am considering is if if you have a situation where there's w- only one game you really like on the board, and I talked about this on the show last week, the only game I really liked was Baltimore. But I'm in some pools where I've got three, four, five spots. I didn't want to put everyone on Baltimore. Maybe you should. Maybe, maybe you should just take that risk, go all in, Try to win it instead of giving away one of your spots and being risky if you throw in a pick that you really don't love. And that's what I did with San Francisco. So a couple different follow-ups on that. I saw some of this on Twitter, which would seem the result would seem to go against it because so many people got knocked out. But it was basically like, hey, you know what? If you're going to try and win this thing, take a crazy, you know, take an underdog in week one because then, you know, Mm you're going against the grain, et cetera, et cetera. It gives yourself a shot to win. Basically that sort of argument. That would seem to be, I mean, a lot of the popular picks got knocked out, but if you went with the most popular, you were safe. So there's that aspect to it. The other part of it, does this feel like we were also took the Ravens most popular, but do you view it as more of a, a more square pool? And that the popular pick every week is going to be the most obvious one. Now, I'm not saying maybe week two, week three, but like expand it to eight weeks, 10 weeks, like to start going contrarian because you could say, hey, all the squares who took the most popular pick advanced. Now, you know, there will be opportunities to go the other way and possibly win this thing in like a week seven or something like that. Mm hmm. Like the game has changed basically because of what happened in week one, the game has changed. So do we, do we alter our approach to all this? I still think avoiding divisional matchups is a smart play. I mean, we saw it yesterday, those games, Aaron, we talked about it all week last week. They are tricky. They, they are, they're ugly. I mean, that this happens. You could lose a divisional game that you think you're supposed to win. I'm not surprised. We saw some of those happen yesterday. Yeah, I'm not either. It's a great point. 
it's it's just a tough one. Like I don't know why, but I really do like the Packers in this spot. So who are you looking at for Survivor early in the week here? The Ra- the Rams jumped out to me. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a reaction to how bad they played. Um, Stafford, their offensive line. I just I don't think the Falcons are good. I mean, that the bottom line is the Rams are one of the best teams in the NFL. The Falcons are one of the worst. The Rams get extra rest. The Falcons off a, a you know, kind of an emotional loss to a division team. They have to go to Los Angeles on 11 days rest for the Rams. That's my first look. That My first thought this week is Rams before I go any further. And then, you know, I, I was on Denver before the season in this spot, but I'm not sure now. Houston was pretty interesting yesterday. Davis Mills is obviously competent, and it's a short week for the Broncos, so I'm not as sure on that one. We want to see how they look tonight, but I would actually feel better about the Broncos if they lose. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. It, and it's early. It's early in the season. That that atmosphere. We know the Broncos over decades. They are great at home in those first couple mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, Houston, yeah, they battled. They hung. But I let's see what tonight looks like. That might be a different conversation. I prefer of those two. See, I don't want to use the Rams, and here's why. Because we've got a lot of spots coming up. Week 6, Carolina, the look-ahead line before the season, 9. Week 13, host Seattle before the season line, 9.5. So those numbers are going to be big. That's going to be a nice option. I, I get the premise, and then you're getting McVay, extra time to prepare, all that stuff. They're at home, which actually, didn't we learn that means nothing last week? But um, I would want to save the Rams in another week, especially since it looks like we're going to have multiple games with double-digit dogs. I'm favorites. What about the Niners? Bounce back. Still don't want to trust the younger QB yet? No, absolutely not for me. Division. Division game. Division. Division game. Lance looks like trash. Well, we do have some big numbers, though, right? Didn't you say three was a – Week three was tough. This seems tough to me, too. Yeah. We do have some big numbers, Guys, though, right? We have the numbers honestly, we want. We have double-digit spreads. What if – Jason Lockenfora said this to me yesterday during BetMGM game day. and Which I listened to, of, by the way, on my ride into WIP. I, I listened. Good show. I appreciate it. Same. Um, this one raised my eyebrows. And after yesterday, he might be right. His prediction – is Trey Lance is out after two games. Yes. If they, if they lose to Seattle, that will happen. You got Chicago and Seattle to start. And if they lose, if they lose next week, you got to go to Jimmy G. Did you see the article? I forget which insider, Glazer, one of those guys. There's a million news dumps Sunday morning yes. during those shows. That the Lynch and Shanahan went to vote 15 leaders on the team and asked them like, – it seems like beg them if this is rocky don't bail on trey there you know what that means to me they're worried they're worried they know it's going to be rocky they know he's not really ready Ooh. and they're afraid the locker room is going to start whispering we want jimmy g to play so joe you might be right like i don't know if they listen but if the locker room turns they got to go back to him what are they going to do but- and the schedule's going to turn after week two wouldn't that report make you lead you to believe that they're not going to pull the plug after week two. No. Yeah. Because what's the okay, reaction? So you... What's the reaction for the players? 
That's what matters. Yeah, they're trying to get ahead so of Jimmy it. They're trying, to, like, they're, they're trying to push the players to not react. <laughs> because they, I, they, I almost felt reading it, Paul, like they know he's going to struggle. And they're like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> we got to yeah. preemptively strike here. What, if, what so, if they went Jordan? What if they went Jordan Love in the situation? What if that happened? Oh, my gosh. Their window was now. Now. Oh, with Debo Lance's- and that defense. Yeah. I know Lance has physical skills, but man, that throw he made in the fourth quarter when uh, was it Goldman dropped back into coverage? He didn't see him. The guy's sitting in the middle of the field. He just threw it right at him. Eddie yeah. Jackson hasn't done anything in Chicago for four years, and like oh, he that I mean, right to him. Did you guys see? Did you guys see Debo truck him in the end zone, Eddie Jackson yesterday? <laughs> yes. Oh, it was awesome. Oh uh, yeah. A big big favorite we have not brought up, Buffalo. Buffalo hosting Tennessee. Don't they give him trouble a little bit sometimes? They beat him last year. I feel like they have in the past. Monday night game. It was when Allen couldn't get in the end zone, the push into the end zone. Yeah. We do have a lot of big numbers to choose from. So even though we're kind of talking through it, we got big numbers. We'll we'll find the right play Mm -hmm. for week two here in the show. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks for Becky L. Daily. There was also a crazy Saturday in college football. We already have a Power 5 coach fired. We can't fade Frost anymore. We'll get into all the upsets, what it means for college football moving forward next on the Becky Wall Network.